Welcome to Dice Nerds and Nagas, coming at you from beautiful Phnom Penh, Cambodia. Dice Nerds and Nagas, brought to you by that one scene in the dark night where Batman falls off of the entire skyscraper and lands on the car, and he's 100% fine afterward, and so is the woman he's holding. What was up with that? Yeah, if you're in armor and you jump off a skyscraper. Batman uh, armor. Uh, I'm sorry. Bruce Wayne is all the technology. Specifically, it's plot armor. I think I think it's brought to us by that one scene in skyscraper with the rock that jumps from the crane to the building. Oh God, that sounds like an amazing scene. Forty meters. Also brought to you by the scene from Volcano, where a guy that's half, like, eaten up by lava oh, still yeah, throws a child out of the way of the Back incredibly the train, slow yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> that scene, for some reason, I've only ever seen that movie once, when I was, like, five years old or something at a drive-in, and it just stuck with me. He was a Terminator, man. He was such, such upper body strength and... So, where we left off, our heroes were still um, on Grandfather Turtle's back, floating through the astral sea, basically. Um, they had met a very strange, short, wild sorcerer, who will be arriving at some point later in the episode, um, and they had a sort of had a hard time deciding what they were going to do next. I believe they landed on the idea of going to Balin, an ancient, now-dead, giant god, who is brother to the All-Father. I'm just worried about the giant monks. Yeah, yeah, not just tall monks, giants <laughs> that are also monks, living a monastic lifestyle. Is it like the dude from... Sound coming out of your mouth. <laughs> uh, uh, I need more context. Infinity please. War? Oh. Oh, he's oh, a dwarf, dwarves. but he's huge. No, yeah, well, he's, he's not a dwarf. Sad. They're, they're just monk. regular giants. Oh, not all monks are dwarves. Just but... like, <laughs> just, you know. oh, it's also, just my misconception. <laughs> I just want to quickly mention um, I have a tiny shout out, and then I just have to clear something up as well. It's tiny. Do you have to whisper it, or can you? Stage whispers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so my shout-out is for, I think, Reti, Singh, Pouting, Luxmi, Marvin, again, Marvin. Uh, <laughs> Kazuma, okay, now, actually, you're not supposed to be watching this, so go away. Yeah, go, go do your homework or read yes. something educational, because uh, you need to be 18 or older to watch this, yes? No, actually, you don't. Or, um, well, maybe you do, but watch no. all the way to the end of the episode. I... Or, like and comment if you're a student. Whatever. I mean, I'm not your teacher, so you should probably listen to me instead. Because, you know, I'm more fun. I'm a stranger from the internet. <laughs> yeah, I'm a stranger from the internet. Listen I'm to actually, my words. The last two days, I've played with a 17-year-old and a 16-year-old on uh, League of Legends. Mm -hmm. Okay. On League of Legends, and both times they're just like, you're 33, and 
thing called not having children. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah. And still being Ca children. <laughs> and Cambodia, that. <laughs> Cambodia has Starbucks. To any Americans watching who know nothing of that's geography. Not yes, it is. Well, it's Tivana's the Starbucks brand of tea. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, not anything. So, D&D game. Yeah, so, yeah. the Asmos C. Doesn't have Starbucks. Um, does not have as many Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. I'm sure there's at least one. They put them everywhere. Um, but, you have received the Heart of Dinesh, which is an ancient, powerful artifact once wielded by... Horatius Rex and Samothan, King of the Elves, among others. Yes, we were actually talking to Samothan. That's where we left off. And you were like, okay, we've got to go do some shit. And yeah, I believe you just left yeah, Samothan behind. Jason wanted to stay behind while they went off and did shit because he wanted to ask Samothan some more questions. And then you, yeah, you fought some toads. Was that after we put the heart? Yes. So that happened after. Oh, So I think you guys did actually leave Samothan behind. Okay. Yeah. He's just doing his own thing. And um, so, beyond that, um, Lemmy is busy in the castle, I suppose. Perhaps in the library, perhaps in the kitchens, whacking off. I don't know what sort of depraved things <laughs> that he enjoys doing in his free time when no one's watching. But uh, for you guys, what are, what are you doing, I guess, I suppose? It's been uh, perhaps one more day. As, you know, one more sleep, I guess. There's not really such thing as a day and night in the astral sea. Time is I'm just toad in this concept. So there were, toad there were a couple of things that Jess wants to do. I want to maybe uh, find uh, Mackie and uh, together just see if there's any books in the library about the astral sea. What might we expect here? Another thing I want to do in the library was find a, uh, a book on, like, I'm specifically looking if Modak had uh, a bestiary. Okay, uh, you'll find Aki in the library, because he's always in the library, yeah, either reading a book or nerd, writing books, because <laughs> he's got so many journals he needs to complete. Yeah, alright. Alright, so uh, you enter the library, you can see there's maybe a few of the uh, elves of the Winter Court milling about, just, you know, looking through, trying to find some good porn or something hidden away, I don't know. <laughs> but um, you are able to see Aki scribbling away in a journal, uh, maybe recounting some of his adventures, I don't know. I imagine Modok has books of tasteful nudes, not porn. Well, I mean, no, you know... No. No. <laughs> uh, you think sorry, it was I, freaky? No, no, I show you the section of his private section. It's, uh, it's pretty it's harsh. It's under P for privates. <laughs> I don't know if giants could bend that way, but uh, that's besides the point. Um, you know, uh, have you found any books here about the, the Astral Sea or specific information you're looking for, yeah. other than just like, the Astral Sea, what is it? Or, all the animals in the Underdark, you know? Okay, uh, I, I, I guess it would be something particular to, um, is there any specific area that the bodies of the dead gods congregate, or is it all spread out? Um, I want to find out if there's any mention of Lotus books about Malakath. Children of Mistra. Okay. Um, That's not going to be there. Where is Malachi? No one knows they still. 
This is true. Um, there might be there's like mention about him maybe in the actual scene. Uh, and the, the underdog thing, I'm literally looking for a bestiary. Okay, but I mean, I'd say you could probably find stuff that has animals from the underdark, yeah. but like that, that I actually want to keep on my person, and every every night I want to read a bit through it so I can get more familiar with uh, what these things are. Well, I mean, like what things? I guess I guess oh, are well, interesting. Well, I mean, in, like. Uh, so, because I doubt there the underdog like, is not his, his speciality, but like, uh, it'll be the the greatest dangers, I guess, or what are what what are the most fearsome things in the underdark to be wary of? Like, I mean, I as Adrian know, like, like there's oh, fly a... flares, there's fucking daisy beholders, there's cloakers, there's this type yeah, of stuff. So, but I, you know, I don't know what he would find in this book. Give me like a research role, then I guess to see okay. if you could find something that would be. Accurate and relevant to okay. the Can current. Can I get advantage because he's helping me? Yeah. Well, do you decide to help him? Well, let's say, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so, investigation? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, what else could it be, I guess? I don't know. I think investigation is best. Natural 20. Okay, so, I would say you are able to find something that would be quite useful, a journal, first-hand account, from a uh, giant expedition into the Underdark that was undertaken no more than 15 or so years ago. So, throughout the journal, they encounter several horrifying creatures and dastardly characters, locations and things like that. So, through reading that, you'll, you'll be able to uh, understand some of the creatures and perhaps some of the weaknesses as well. As yeah, that's, well. that's what I'm looking for, and I'll Whenever I have free time, I'll just be going through that. And then the Astral Sea thing, I guess, was the other one. I do... Is there a place where the dead gods congregate in the Astral Sea? Would that be religion? Um... Difficult to rest? No, another research check. Okay. Uh, 11 minus 1 is 10. I mean, looking through, you can find some accounts of people that... Oh, on this side, I do my places of knowledge. Is that something that you have to like use and then it's used it's up? A, or is yeah, it... I can do it once per day. I can give myself proficiency in any skill. I well, I would say it wouldn't change the outcome. Okay. Cool. Um, so going through the library for a bit longer takes I don't know a significant amount of time. You're able to find different accounts of the astral sea, okay. um, even an account from a a merchant that claims to have seen a god a dead god body floating in the Astro Sea, but nothing about them congregating in one place or anything like that. Okay. And I guess there's no mention of Mount Catherine there. With that kind of role. Um, well, no. No, there is right. not any mention of Mount Cat. Awesome. He's more of a current figure right now, so there wouldn't be a lot written about him necessarily unless... Okay. Cool. Special. Right, um... Let's see, everybody else? Any... Particular business take care of before hunting was more to be. I I would say <laughs> let's just skip through it, I guess. Um you find two more of them. Does in feather hit any of them? Yeah, you're, you're, you're able to you're able to beat them. Yeah, yeah, you're able to beat them. Yeah. How many? Two of them. Two more of them, so I, I don't know how many are left. One left. Okay, I'll make that something special. 
<laughs> I um Elder Rain I don't even know if an Elder Red Dragon would be a TPK at this point. It's uh, also plus, I don't think the, they can turn into Gorgantium and things, right? It's a large, it's a large, large, large. Yeah. Yeah. It must be beasts. Right. So, um, I would say then um, that midday or something, I don't know, partway through the day, um, Quintus returns. The Saurian guard of, of the village below. He's uh, uh, coming by himself. So. No Sienna? No Sarah. No. Quintus. <laughs> now, um, but uh, Quintus arrives, he, he wishes to speak to all of you gathered together, if at all possible. So, um, I wanted to ask, is there perhaps a private place, not just out in the middle? Should we go to the control room? Well, I mean, sure. What's his name? Sorry. We could go to the bedroom, the main bedroom. Oh, yeah. We'll just have to give you, uh, just come to the screen, yeah. we'll just give you a token. Yeah, so he goes through the process, gets the token, and, uh, he's sitting down with you guys all in the master bedroom, and he's, uh, he wants to explain, well, I know Grandfather Turtle wished to impart some final words to you. The time for the time that has come now. He is healed up enough to leave this plane of existence, this dimension. And so he wished to speak through me to you, if that's all right. Of course. Sure, but like, uh, is he going to? Um, he will, I am going to willingly allow myself to be a conduit for his thoughts. Cool. I didn't want to alarm any of you, as, uh, the procedure can seem, uh, the, the effect can be a little unsettling, I suppose, to those not used to it. <clears throat> so he, he focuses up, sits in kind of a meditative pose, and you can see, out. <laughs> His head lolls back into a wall hanging, and uh, that was unsettling. I was. His uh, mouth is kind of a uh, oh jaw. Is I don't know. It's sharp. A jar. Maw. I don't know. It's it, it's like a crocodile's snout. mouth or whatever. His snout. Yeah. yeah. Opens up wide, and the words just the kind of seem to be up. emanating. From uh, from deeper within him. Oh man! Buddy tries to hock him. Oh no! <laughs> hmm. That's not cool, man. That's gross, but he's not gonna react. He's basically like that is just... out of body right now. Okay, but we're kind of focused on. Can we make a perception check <laughs> to see if we can? Well, uh, is the loogie invisible? Uh, no, buddy just peers in. I guess you can see the, him spitting the loogie into his can mouth. I it, can I make a dex check to throw something at him? I guess, yeah. Right, What's his AC? Uh, I'm going to throw a, a book at him or something. <laughs> so 15 plus a lot. Alright. Yeah. So, 
The book, the very book you were reading on the Underdark, smashes against Buddy. The pages go up in flames. Any useful information is gone forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, um... <laughs> It's like, what was that? It's like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Every time oh, they throw dear. something in the ground, it explodes. No, um, no, you throw the book at him, it knocks him in the head or whatever. <laughs> Falls to the ground like an injured housefly. That's gross. <laughs> Not without his consent. Unsettling. Grandfather Turtle, he's, he's beyond caring about a little thing like spit, though. He's got people, like, living, banging, defecating on top of him their whole <laughs> lives, so... Guess they can just chuck it off the edge. Yeah, but should have been like should have been. Yeah, exactly. Although yeah. if he's been alive for eight thousand years, I'm sure Quince is into all sorts yeah. of things by now. I mean, you get bored. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> as, it, as Buddy falls down, he goes, "What? What? What? You lose." <laughs> Fatality. Anyway, um, so this deep, deeper, more familiar sort of calming tone uh, emanating from from Quintus. Hello, adventurers. I'm happy to speak to you one more time before we move on. I just... I've been thinking a little bit about your mission, your, your quest and its importance, and... I wanted to offer you the chance one more time to come with us. Because I fear that you won't succeed. And it's in my nature to try and protect those that have Great come to me. I don't think I'd... I think it'd be fine to begin with. Like, I'd be able to go along with you and, and my people, and it would be great. But maybe after... Like, if I could make it. Maybe after, like, 50 years, I...
I believe that was uh, the Mummy Lord that you guys tangled with was yeah. one of the, an even earlier wielder of one of the items. So, I mean, this is a weird thing. If we are already late, maybe that's a good idea. I mean, we won't be able to save our world, but we still can't take us to a time cycle. Yeah. We're going to have to go back to the and we, we can't ask Grandfather Turtle to not anything? return until the end of the next cycle. Okay. I, so, don't we age? You would not age um, with my protection, yeah, but then that is going to be like four thousand years of waiting, maybe four thousand five hundred. So that'd be, time jump. <laughs> that'd be asking Grandfather Turtle and everyone on him to wait for ten thousand years. Yes. Well, each cycle is about five thousand. Five thousand. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just if, it's just every now and if again. you it's have the patience, you could live to see the next cycle. After this one, it's just just a thought. I mean, if we succeed, you know, it's kind of like uh, it's a thing where you put something like what squirrels do. No. So no. We, so what squirrels you like the, they they spend all the time collecting nuts and keep the nuts in one place, and then where in the winter they can come and eat their nuts. It's like squirrels. Fact, squirrels lose fifty percent of the nuts they hide. In this case, the nuts are items. I don't know. It's just an idea. Well, what do you say, uh, Feather Marshal? I do not wish to hide or wait. Do you, Aki? I, I have been spending weeks and months writing all the knowledge that I know in preparation of my death. I'm ready to fight. I must be keeping a journal. We should compare. Well, the time that I shall leave this world is nigh. soon at hand. Is nigh. nigh. If if you wish, you could keep your journal with Quintus here, and it will be preserved. Yeah, all my journals. Yes, I, please. I show him stacks and stacks of all the books I've been writing on everything we've learned on demons, devils, giants. Since since the uh, since the fucking tomb thing, Jason got that book from Olvira, and he's been writing down where the items are and how they got this up in every language that he knows. So it's just like repeat language of <clears throat> and Grandfather Quintus. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's a humble old man. I can call Grandfather Quintus. Why not? <laughs> and to Lemmy, I'm sorry to say that I cannot extend the same invitation to you to uh, follow me to my personal realm and hide away from the cycle. Hi. You run! I'm afraid there won't be anywhere to run to at the end. But perhaps you'll find somewhere else, somewhere just as safe. And he has pockets too. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> he goes on, I guess. I uh, continues on speaking through Quintus a bit longer. And I want you to know that though I find the aim of your quest unlikely, I don't truly believe that it's impossible. Possible is just another word for things that have not happened yet. Maybe the cycle can be stopped, maybe. The Void Naga and the All-Father can be defeated or convinced otherwise to stop their endless cycle of violence. But 
It's I not in my nature. I've never thought of talking to them. You have a point. <laughs> <laughs> Even I, who's witnessed more than one cycle, have never spoken to them in person. I'm not sure exactly if the Void Nod even has a true language of his own. But, but... May I ask, anger, may I ask a weird question of you? Are you somehow related to them? No. They have existed far, far longer than I. Okay. I merely am a creation that found a good place to hide. Uh, a crack that no one bothered to clean up. And I'm hoping that they'll leave it alone this time as well. That, But even now I still wonder if perhaps this cycle they'll be more thorough and there won't be anything left. Or perhaps they'll be less thorough and there'll be bits and pieces of the old universe scattered about. That's unknowable. This reminds me of A new, more unpleasant situation than I've ever been put in. Right. Okay. No, I'm definitely, um, definitely for trying to, trying to fuck these guys up. I commend you for your bravery in the face of such odds. I think you should just label it as stupidity and be honest with yourself. Well, should you succeed, then the stupidity will be bravery once again, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> it's the conclusion that matters, Energy. not the method. We began not the motivation. We began a quest, we must end this quest. And if we were to run and hide on Grandfather Turtle, and he were found and eradicated, and we had sat here and done nothing, that would be the true tragedy. For sure. Who's this guy? What happened to Aki? Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at you very weird. <laughs> I have one more gift that I can bestow upon you, but it is only for one of you. Golden. I was saying I was laughing because he said this. A long ago, I, in perhaps an act of desperation, gave a mortal a command in the god's tongue itself. It was the command to open, to unlock any bindings. I fear that it was a mistake, a grievous one at that. And so, in perhaps a form of penance, I will teach one of you the word for bind in the God's tongue. I understand that Kun La is at large in the world devising his own plans. And fitting end for such a vile creature would be to be chained up once again somewhere, dark and horrible, watching the world be destroyed around him. I shall take the word of binding, since I released Kunla. <laughs> I shall take the word of binding. That does seem fitting to me, then, so... Aki, if you would, please just relax for a moment and open your mind. <laughs> 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 
But what we didn't realize was that the Saurians were a created race, basically bred by Nagas to be shock troops in service of, of the Void Naga. Our religion, our society, it had been manipulated the entire time, all for the goal of empowering these Nagas. I mean, they were, they were, all of our emperors were Nagas. All of the, the nobles were high-ranking Wan-Ti or, or Nagas. Wan-Ti, they were probably the greatest collaborators of them all between the Nagas and the Saurians. And that is why Horatius Rex was so special. He wasn't a Wan-Ti, he wasn't a Naga. He had no blessing from any of the, the Nagas' gods that they tricked us into worshipping. He represented the Saurians in the Empire. The strength, the honor, and the fighting spirit of the Legion was embodied by Horatius Rex. He didn't pray to any, any fickle gods. He just hacked and cleaved and brutalized his way through anyone that opposed him. And with almost a single-minded determination, he took that skill and he used it to challenge the gods themselves. And I think I can say that I see a little bit of that tenacity and that single-mindedness in you. All of you. Except for you, maybe. I don't know you very well. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, if you can, do seek him out. He, he very, he's, his, his artifacts were scattered for a reason. His tomb survived the cycle for a reason. And if you can unlock it, I think that Horatius Rex, given a wax, Oasis Wax. <laughs> He's a real toughy. <laughs> now, if, if, if given a, a second chance, I think that your powers combined with his could strike a blow against these, these gods that would be felt through all the cycles. Maybe that's the most that a mortal can accomplish striking a blow and making an impression that the gods remember. But that's, that's, that's all I wanted to tell you, I suppose. I've, I've lived through one cycle, and I hope to live through another. And perhaps someday I can strike a blow myself, but right now I, I protect these people, and that's, that's enough for me. Farewell, then. One question for you. Have you ever been to the area that we know now as Sprites Falls? Hmm. Yes, there was a place of that name that we uh, traveled to a long time ago. Do you know who the mage was? Hmm. Well, I remember in that re I was part of the legion that conquered that area is still known as Sprites Falls, to my amazement. Um, 
a human, I believe. A human mage king. He has uh, dabbled in dark magics, necromancy, things like that. He thought that he could bring his fallen followers back to life faster than we could kill him. And he was wrong. We burned down his tower, leveled the fields, put the people into slavery, chattel slavery, and we never did catch the king, though. Perhaps that's the same mage you're speaking of. There was a, a creature there, a Nothic, and from what I understand, they're uh, wizards who become obsessed with something and consumed by the Well, we, we sent a small detachment and surrounded the falls because we heard of refugees hiding there, but after surrounding it for six months, no one came in or out. back in the Legion. Really had no idea just how much of a dick I was back then. <laughs> but... It's surprising you put a memory like a steel trap after all these years. It's great. Well, let's just say, not a lot of stuff uh, as exciting as uh, my old military days happens on Grandfather Turtle. Uh, as far as protection goes, up until these uh, followers of the Void Naga, things have been peaceful out here. My spear was mostly used to catch wayward fish and more than attack anyone. Well, uh, I hope that you guys survive. And you too. That would mean we can come back to a familiar world, and that would be nice. And that's that. Uh, Quintus will take his leave as soon as y'all are ready. And Grandfather Turtle and his people are preparing to go to his own private realm, his own personal plane of existence. Should we get Corton uh, to fire up the engines? I think so. So, are you guys still okay with uh, the Winter Court staying here? <coughs> yes. Taking them with us. Lenny, are you okay with the Winter Court staying here? It's <laughs> <laughs> as much your castle as ours now. <laughs> are you, um... You're gonna show Corton where to go? Bring the coffee. Alright, so, um... Heading up to the control room, uh... Corton's shoveling, you know, shovels full of gold and diamonds and gems into the, the hopper, firing up the engines for liftoff. Um... The Astral Sea is shown as kind of a, a glowing uh, 3D image on top of sort of the GPS, I guess. Uh, a, a few points are, are mentioned there, but uh, not Balin's body, just mostly here's how you get back to the Inn of Doors. Here is a few other places of note, I guess. Um, but you know exactly where to pinpoint Balin's body is over there. Um, so, you tell Corton, and I imagine it's liftoff time? Liftoff. Alright. Castle, very quietly, rises up, its force field shimmering. Uh, all, uh, you know, the whole thing's just 
humming with activity as you uh, lift off of Grandfather Turtle's body. You pass through the protective force field that surrounds him and his people. And you can see uh, the scars on his back. Uh, they're noticeable, but much more healed than before. The, the rivers of blood have been cleaned up. Um, and as you make a, a small bit of distance, you can look back and see that uh, Grandfather Turtle has encased himself in a swirling ball of water, uh, emerald, shimmering emerald water, that soon bursts, uh, just leaving a, a, a heavy mist kind of traveling throughout the astral plane. Uh, where he was, he was there no longer. Just a large, empty void. I was so hoping you were going to, like, uh, say he disappears in a blink of light like a, like a starship. Like a
tries to be as loud as possible, trying to get anyone's attention. I leap up and I run off the back. So yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the castle can uh, stop over there without much difficulty, and drawbridge is dropped right near. Right near, yeah, you don't really. Uh, so he just, you know, goes, runs across the empty space of the astral plane. I guess you guys can cross over on the. I look at, I look at Feather. How does this man stay alive this long? <laughs> I'm gonna give it a shot too. Right. Um, I think everyone can do that. I don't think you have to be a planar creature to move through the astral plane. You just, you think, you just think it. So you, you imagine yourself crossing over, and you slowly pull yourself across the air. As I go across, I'm like... Maybe a visual helps you uh, envision the movement more clearly. Wait, so don't you have like a... So, you, you find yourself at the entrance to Ivanhoe's garden. It's surrounded by open columns allowing you to peek within, but um, <clears throat> there's still a large doorway, ornately carved, and it opens, revealing a rather unassuming man. He has a bushy gray beard, a uh, bit of a wispy hair kind of uh, pulled over, and um, <clears throat> and little spectacles that he seems to be constantly fidgeting with. <clears throat> Huzzah! Welcome! I am Ivan of the Green Thumb, I guess people call me. What can I do for you travelers here? Do you require a um, place to rest and relax? Do you do currency exchange? <laughs> well, what do you have? Well, if it's uh, flowers or plants you want, I can certainly exchange currency for those. Now, if you'd like to enter my eternally peaceful gardens, then uh, by all means, go right ahead. But before, you must simply place your hands on the vase. Okay. And he points to a small little white clay vase full of uh, dark brown black dirt. Loam. I guess. Buddy immediately charges forward and puts his hand on it. Hmm, I didn't plan for Buddy doing it. Yeah. Um, let's see. A twisted, thorny little weed grows out of the, um, grows out of the, the dirt. Uh, the flower, as the flower blooms, you, all of the petals just fall off onto the dirt, and it looks like a tongue goes, before the flower no. disappears. He, he, he pats the vase a few times. What happened? Uh, the, another flower. Just one time each, please. Okay. Uh, just we'll go and touch the vase. And what, uh, buddy. Uh, my buddy looks at Ivanhoe. What, what just happened? <laughs> uh, this uh, basically just helps me understand what kind of person is coming into my garden. Your personality, your past, even your future, potentially. Out his thing and pees on the plant, hoping to revive it. 
Um, he is encased in a small bubble of energy as soon as he pulls his dog out, basically. <laughs> it just sort of fills the bottom of the bubble, bubble with his own urine, so he's just stewing in that. Oh, he's liking that. <laughs> he's like tingling it around. I think this one I'd like to keep out of the garden. Uh, we've been trying to keep him out of our lives, but unfortunately he keeps coming back. Let me join me! <laughs> I've moved the imp back to your castle. I hope that's alright. That's quite alright. Aki looks at him, that's quite alright. It's very understandable. <laughs> Just touches the bottom. Alright, um, your flowers uh, grow tangled, strangling each other for life. Like pink gladiolus wilts. Strangled by a white samp dragon flower. A, I'm not sure what the fantasy name would be, but it, in the real world, a queen and lace flower overshadows a lilac, which now withers away due to a lack of light. And I also have, um, let's see, list of flower meanings. <laughs> I printed up. No, but... I did not write down. down what the flowers were. Oh, damn it. I deleted it, didn't I? Because I'm a retard. Don't worry, we have it on video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll just find the image again. It's like one of the first things that came up. Here we go. Uh, yes, I believe. Yes, this is it. Yeah, so... Uh, I'll just repeat it, I guess. Um, so, your flowers... Four flowers grow up, tangled around each other. There's a light pink gladiolus flower that is wilting due to lack of nutrients and light. It's being strangled by a white samp dragon flower. A queen anne lace grows large, which overshadows a lilac, which now withers away. <clears throat> and he kinda, you can see Ivan looking over your flowers carefully. Uh, saying, hmm, seems that you've been in conflict with your with yourself for some time. Um, uh, I would say that's entirely correct. You're highly driven, but not exactly sure where to put that drive yet. I think I'm getting a getting an idea of what I'd like to do and how I'd like to uh, progress now. Well, I hope that perhaps a, a short stay here can help clear your mind and help you um, uh, decide on a, a much clearer path now. Who, who would like to go next? Aki, my interest is, has been hurt. He places his hand upon the base. Aki, your flower uh, grows very quickly. It's rotted and black up to, your, up to the stem. But a light protea bulb sits on top of the rotted stem. It's a new young flower, but growing very quickly. Hmm. Interesting. It says, ah, this one paints an interesting picture. You've lived a rather morally dubious life, haven't you? Oh, it's been black as night. <laughs> but it's changed, hasn't it? Uh... 
hope that I can help reinforce your new purpose here uh, with a, a short time in my gardens. Then, um... Can I just say, as a South African, the fact that you chose a protea to, to symbolize the fact that he's changed from extremely evil to something mildly good <laughs> is fucking insane. Well, that's let me look at that chart. It said Protea was... Um, no, it doesn't matter what the fuck the chart says. South it's African. just South African symbolism. Seriously, dude. That was insane. Well, the gladiolus in a good way or a crappy way? No, in an amazing way, because you probably did it by complete accident. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how they reproduce? <laughs> no. By fire. Oh! <laughs> Seeds are released through forest fire. Oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah. Okay. I know, I'm just sitting, like, the two of us are sitting here like, what the so fuck? The smart's quite well. Oh, oh, was, and also... Was strangling the gladiolus or the other way around? Uh, the sand dragon was strangling... Yes. The gladiolus was strangled by your desire. Also, all the sporting stuff in South Africa went from the Springboks stuff to the Protea stuff, which is also how they tried to do away with the old apartheid symbolism and turn it into something new and better. Because but nothing it, says racism like an animal? No, it's not. That's not what I mean. No, no, that, that's yeah. just in my mind, like, how is a fucking buck a river? Yeah. yeah, I just picked it because it says on this list that it represents daring, and he did that daring rescue of the ice queen recently. <laughs> so it was pretty yes. cool. cool. Right, um, so then, uh, who else, I guess? I want to go Okay, uh, I'll go. Okay, Perdita, for you. Um, a huge bloom of multicolored bow. Vardia flowers. Each petal on each flower a different color, and each stem diverting wildly from one another. Uh, grows. It basically looks like a whole bouquet of of uh, rainbow flowers grows out in every different direction, not oh, just what? in one. It's called Bova Bovardia. How Second row, second right. to the left. says, well, it seems that I have a very vibrant spirit uh, that sometimes goes in many different directions, hard to pin down just in one way. So it seems to me that your future could go any number of ways, Perdita. That's how I like it. Uh, let's see, there was Aki, there's Martim, I guess. I, she's not here, but I'm just going to do Martim's. Uh, Martim, who has been extremely quiet. Uh, she didn't disappear into flames again. I figure I can't do that two times in a row. Uh, places her hands on the, the vase. And a single green stem, perfectly straight, with a blood-red daffodil growing at the top. It's perfectly symmetrical from its petal, and from its petals, blood slowly drips back down into the dirt. Because of Lock connection. Um, let's see, there's Feather and Lemmy. So, Feather's not here. Lemmy, you want to go last? Yeah. Okay. So, Ivan was like, oh, I need, you know, I just remembered. It's tea time. Let me get you something to drink. I've got 
a lovely botanical tea that I think will delight all of your senses. That sounds good. And he uh, goes into the garden, and just a brief view inside of the garden, if anyone peeks in there, you're like, oh, it's so gorgeous. My heart. <laughs> and then he, he comes back out with a drink that is both fizzy and sweet. <coughs> and fizzy tea. It uh, just fills your whole body with warm comfort as you drink it. Uh, Feather, would you like to see what your your flower grows into? Yes. Yes. Okay, so he, he puts out a little stool for you. and No, you can reach it. Um, <laughs> so as you put your hands on the vase, two flowers grow. Sitting on opposite... Two flowers grow on opposite sides of the same stem. A pure white sand dragon sits opposite of a jade green lily. Tells you this, these two flowers represent both majesty and desire. Jade. And yes, the jade color is very strange. It's uh, not how they normally grow. So make of that what you will. I feel like perhaps you have some strong desires, but you also have an opposing desire for majesty, to be majestic, or to return to some sort of state of majesty. Is, is, is this true? Or am I misinterpreting something? Extreme majesty or leadership. Hmm. Well, perhaps I can help you find what you're looking for. And finally, you, sir. Lemmy, is it? Okay, so Lemmy, um, <clears throat> you uh, place your hands on the boss as well. Reach up and get it, I guess, or there's some steps leading up to it, I guess, just because all kinds come. And let's see, no flower grows. For a moment, the, the dirt is just sitting perfectly still, but then a little bit rises, a little bit kind of bumps up, and a small white rabbit digs itself out of the dirt, looking around quizzically uh, before hopping out of the vase and jumping away into off into the astral plane. Oh, I'll to send someone to get that back later. <laughs> Just silently silent. Strike me as someone who magic is a rather chaotic force in your life. Mm -hmm. Although I think I could have guessed that just from looking. <laughs> well, um, come, come, come on into the garden then. I don't. Did we do feather? Oh, did we do feather? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So come on in then. Uh, take a short rest here, and and I'll um. Who you in, I guess, to what's going on in, in the astral plane. That's what you're after. That's what you want, after all, right? Information? Yes. Uh, we've heard about you for quite some time. It's an honor to meet you, actually. Ah, well, thank you. There's no need to... It's really no trouble. No honor at all, really. I'm just... Just a guy. Just a, a gardener. Well, a lover of, of botany. Now, now, come on in. Come on in, everyone. So he opens up the large doors, and 
you enter essentially a place where you could not possibly be upset. The flowers and plants are arranged in just such a way that you're filled with inner peace, whether you like it or not. A, a raging barbarian, upon entering here, would instantly calm down and snuggle some kittens and, and drink some tea with his pinky out. Um, a, a raging dragon would dare not burn it for blighting something so beautiful. And two raging forces of nature could stop and take a moment in the middle of a battle to appreciate something and decide to let it stick around a little longer so that others can enjoy it in the future. I detect an anti-rage spell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he, he, he brings you out to the center of the garden. You can see there's actually a few other people um, watering plants and studying uh, notebooks open in their laps, sketching different flowers. Um, no, clothed, I guess, yeah. Don't know why they'd be naked. Um, but he, um, he points toward a few cushions sitting on the, in the soft grass and uh, sits down in one himself. So, so, as I said earlier, I'm Ivan the Green Thumb, um, protector of this place, chief gardener, I guess. <laughs> so, what is it that you desire? Something that cures a poison or tames a beast? Uh, imagine you, you have the look of adventurers about you, and I don't think you came to the astral plane for no reason. If you are offering plants things which will heal great Yes, there's many such plants that have healing qualities. Uh, I've got essentially any plant known to man here. Mm. So you, you come here for a healing herb. Is someone afflicted with a terrible illness, or... Um, I actually wasn't considering it initially, but seeing as how everything here grows in abundance, we were thinking we were about to embark on a uh, quest and adventure where these items would come in handy. Hmm. <coughs> okay, so you need supplies, then. Well, tell me, what is, what is your quest, then? What noble endeavor am I going to would you ask me to assist? Stop the end of the cycle. Hmm. What do you mean? Stop the cycle. Yeah. We don't want to stop the end of the cycle. <laughs> the stop. The whole thing, I the guess. The whole thing. No. <laughs> don't want the cycle to end. No. We want the cycle to end. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're here because of the cycle, eh? Well, I don't think there's a, a plant that can Stop the god, the cycle. I mean, uh, they. I bet you got one that'll make us forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> that I do. Yeah, some people come here to forget their troubles. So that'll cost you about 300 American. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I don't have that many Americans. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. So stopping the cycle, that's not something that I'm sure is possible, really, but it's a noble endeavor, I suppose, stopping all that destruction. As for me and my followers, we're content to 
face our ends surrounded in the most peaceful surroundings possible. That's, that's what we want, a, a quiet, quick end. How, how, many, uh, how many cycles have you been here? How long have your coordinates existed? Just the previous one. Just the previous one? I hope that perhaps they'll allow this garden to survive one more cycle, but if they don't, then my fate. Cue the nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Burn it all. Damn it, everywhere we go. Do you, do you get much chance to leave the gardens? I don't leave the gardens, but I have a few followers that go around. Um, over here, uh, this man here, Johan, he's a planar traveler who has collected specimens from, gosh, all over. Just recently he brought in some poor almost extinct, mind-controlling, flesh-eating plants from the Far Realms that were nearly lost forever. I'll make sure to stay away from those. Can we turn those into a potion and put them on our arrowheads? Well, they would make a potent poison, although the effects would not be very quickly. They would just slowly rot whoever touches it away over the course of a few painful, painful weeks. Could we, like, put it on grandfather? Dose, you might lose the toe, but <laughs> that's insane. An amount needed for that would uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's balanced. Since your father yeah. fights the uh, fights the great Naga, I believe in the far would have some sort of immunity to a poison. We could, we could most likely. It's <laughs> small toe because you really need your small toe. <laughs> that's the most important one for sure. Finding another host for Mr. Sounds 
not... I think we can speak openly, right? Yes. Now, you strike me as a planar traveler, am I correct? Yeah. You can see the magic swirling around you wildly. Now, Johan over here is also a bit of a planar traveler, as I said. Ooh. What's your home plane? Where do you hail from? I can't place your origins in this entire... Are you a dimension traveler then as well? Not just a plane traveler? It, make, it makes sense then that magic swirls around you so chaotically. This is not the right dimension for you. Yeah. <laughs> Turn sideways. <laughs> if you'd like... I may know a way for you to return back to your home dimension, if that is your desire. Well, maybe not my home, but one like it, or like it, that would be intriguing. Hmm. Well, I mean, if it's Sigil you want, then we, I could send you to Sigil quite, quite easily. Oh yeah, I can get to Sigil pretty easily myself. suppose then, I can tell you openly, along with your companions, there is a place in the Astral Sea known as the Tower of Ages. It's, uh, well, it's a tower, obviously, made of, um, gray and white stone, but, uh, there are people saying that there are creatures, interdimensional creatures, that inhabit it, and that... There, you can go almost anywhere. The world will stay the same, but slightly change. And I think that might be what happened to you. You come from a dimension that is slightly altered from ours, but wholly separate. And as for you, uh, Jessup, what what question do you have for me? Um, would there be a way to locate a? Uh... Any dead gods, and I'm trying more to find and more each day. Saloon's body, if at all possible. Hmm. I don't know the location of Saloon's body. I can. I know Balin's body. It's yes, a well-known one. We're headed there. I know one of the celestial gods. Part of his body has shown up in the astral plane recently. Which one? Um. It was. I believe a god of righteous war, or some such nonsense. But there's a small... Kelimvor? Hmm, Kelimvor. No, no, Kelimvor still lives. He's... Are you talking about Thor? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I believe so. A part of the body, so not the whole body. 
just the head from what I understand. The most important part. He's the the head is currently floating around about blah 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 distance away. No, it's actually showing quite a pained expression right now. But there's a small uh, group of angelic beings that are currently attending it. They seem to be worshipping it or something like that. That sounds very interesting. It would be a lot creepier if the disembodied head was floating around like... <laughs> it's just a disembodied head in one hand waving like this. I'm, I'm actually... Uh, I mean, we have lots of things to do. This is just a... Very much interested in what happens to pieces of God's essence once they die. I'm a little interested in the Vistara thing. Um, you mentioned Amalekith came here uh, on a quest to find a new host. Did he happen to mention what kind of host? I mean, if he were to come here, was he searching for a plant host? For a dead god. Usually a young woman. I know, usually. But I was wondering what his plans were. I imagine at this point it doesn't really matter, but... He was making for Balin. It was my understanding that the hope was that Mistra could enter and control Balin's body and use that as a vehicle, so to speak, with which to fight the other gods. Now, now that I'm on board with. I have more information, though. That Balin's body has become something of a war zone as of late. The, the monks, the protectors of the body, obviously are opposed to bringing it back to life. It's it's their home. It's what the place that... They, yeah. oh, I should have come up with a cool-sounding name for them. Um, the giant fist. <laughs> the... The finger. No. The... Gravekeepers? It's kind of a giant grave. Yeah. They... Sometimes call themselves gravekeepers, although their formal name, I think, is some long giant's phrase that takes several minutes to say out loud. A gigantic sentence. <laughs> giants have giant sentences, yes. If he didn't come here for plants from you, what, what did he come here To rest, he seemed to have uh, come under attack by um, some malevolent forces. Came here to rest, to recuperate, and for a little bit, a little light conversation. He's a pleasant enough fellow. Very, very intelligent. Very well read. Okay. Who, who all is uh, fighting on body? Well, there is <coughs> the gravekeepers. They they wish to preserve the body as it always has been. There is a group of dwarves and I believe some gnomes that have set up on the on the body. I don't know entirely what their aims are, but they've built this large structure right into the side of it. Uh, I think we need to go, like, right now. That, that sounds like, what's the dude that did the castle? Argus. Argus. I, mean, I believe so. They're using kind of... Mechanical things. Yes, mechanical things I've never seen before. I mean, they have thin metal 
plated ships that rival even the most advanced Githyanki uh, technology. And they, the weapons they wield, they've been able to push the Gravekeepers back. Beyond that, some wizards have taken up residence in the body as well. I don't know what their aim is, but they've been fighting with the dwarves quite uh, viciously now for some time. I believe it's it's the heart that they're after, Balin's heart. Well, that's what Farkas means that to power whatever he's building, because that's what he used to power the castle. That's what he's going for. I'm supposing now that maybe that's it. Because okay. he needed that when we were in the castle. It was the heart that we had to... Makes sense. Was it somebody's heart? Whose heart was it? it was a dragon's heart. Right? It's... Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they need a god's heart to power the big thing that they're doing there. Balin's heart, though his body seems to be dead and he's been laying exactly still for thousands upon thousands of years, Great keepers say the heart still beats. And that's what I believe they are all after. Wait. The still beating heart of Balin the brother. How dreadful. You're a vassal. It's really wise to be kind to him. If he built it, well, it's not his anymore. He gave it to Modok, and Modok's dead, so now it's ours. Okay. Didn't Corbin say something about that? Lots of things. I mean, I enjoy back door myself. It's <laughs> he said he wanted to put in a screen door. Where do you have to turn this into an alien? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm sure he said he's been messing around in the stuff. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. You guys wouldn't know like computer terms. Yeah, some dude's been messing around with Gordon's back door. <laughs> Never play with a bunch of men. They're miserable Every, everything's people. Everything's in my <laughs> It's a failure of a gender, basically. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, yeah. Break time? All right, we can take a little break, yeah. Uh, what time is it, actually? Cause 12 to 1. 12 to 1, so you guys want to play till about 2 or so, 2.30 yeah. at the most? I, I can do 2.30. Okay, so we'll take a little break now, and then we'll do the next episode of Dice Nerds and Nakas. So, um, <laughs> another uh, talking-heavy episode. We... Um, left Grandfather Turtle and the others behind. We've made it to the gardens of Ivan the Green Thumb, and Balin's body seems to be next. Uh, so uh, check us out next time for a more action-packed, explosive uh, episode of Dice Nerds and Nagas.